financial literacy, and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. Welcome back to Financial Fitness. I'm Jess Tyler along with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. Hello. Hey, Jess, how are you? I'm good. You didn't make me wait too long there, so that's good. You're hanging in there. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't wait too long because, you know, I've really stirred up a hornet's nest here in the first half talking about, you know, how ugly it is to get yourself into a position of not being able to pay your taxes. And even if you think you're in a position now where you still cannot pay your taxes mm-hmm. and you're listening to this, I'm going to tell you your one takeaway from this show is my saying, it's okay. It's going to be okay. It really will be okay. And I'm going to tell you some things right now that you can do in order to make it better very quickly, almost instant, instantly. And some, you may not have to pay the tax at all. So if you're frightened, if you're you know, feeling remorse, if you're just ticked off at yourself, <laughs> that you're in this position and you don't know how you're going to get out. And the last thing you want to do is listen to me talk about it. Think again, because this is what's going to get you out of the situation right now. Okay, so is okay. this for people that have, have not paid their taxes or not filed yet, or people that maybe have not done it for years, or both? All of that. Okay, yes. all of the above. If you've got, yeah, if you've got anything, because I'll, I'll talk about a few things. If you've got anything that is sort of awry with your federal taxes, uh, and state for that matter, here's what you need to know. The first is you're probably not up for tax evasion unless you have really been, you know, you've really been avoiding this intentionally and you continue to do it. Your number one, and now I have to give the disclaimer that I'm not a lawyer, but I think your number one way to avoid that is to fess up, you know, like your mother would tell you, you know, just just own up to the truth. It's okay if, if it's not good. I just want you to tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. I think the federal government tax system is saying the same thing. It's not that there's an amnesty, you know, hey, if you do it at this period of time, although occasionally there are tax amnesties, right? Right. But but no matter what situation you're in right now, the very first thing you should think of is if this is going to be manageable for you. If you think, okay, I only owe one year's taxes or two years taxes, or for the people who constantly owe the year before. I want you to pay attention to what Jess is saying. Stop paying those penalties and having things rack up. Get up, get ahead of this. And the way you're going to get ahead of it isn't to just not pay it until next year when you've got enough money to pay it in full. Make a payment arrangement. Now, you can make these payment arrangements really easily now. You literally dial the phone numbers for the states or the federal and you push some buttons. The IRS will typically give you five years, sometimes longer, but five years on the phone by pushing a few buttons Mm -hmm. to make your payment arrangement. And our Commonwealth of Massachusetts will usually give you two years. Now, that's pretty easy. You dial the phone, you push some buttons, you figure out if that payment is going to be affordable for you. You listen to the instructions about how to continue to make it on a monthly basis, and you go about doing that. That will lessen your um, penalties and interest and all of that. Uh, and they give you a really decent interest rate. I forget exactly what it is, but it's around 4%. What if you can't uh, afford the payment amount that they're giving you? Yes, perfect question. So if you can't afford the payment amount they're giving you, then you go past, you bypass this phone thing where you push some buttons and you press zero and you get a real agent on the line. And now you can say, I just listened to this. I'd like to make a payment arrangement, but I cannot afford this. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a very important question because 
people tend to just accept it, whatever payment they're given and say, I'll find a way to afford it. Don't do that. If it's not easily affordable for you, you're only going to put yourself in, in worse trouble because now you will have made a payment arrangement. If you cannot make it, if you miss one payment, guess what? They're not giving you another payment arrangement. So you make absolutely sure that when you're agreeing to this payment arrangement, that it's affordable. And if the thing you hear from the computer is not affordable, you get a person on the line and you explain that. Now they may make you go through, jump through some hoops and make some budget information and, and talk to you about it. But most often they will just give you something that's affordable. And sometimes it's a temporary thing, like for three months. And sometimes it's a much longer thing for years. How amenable but, are they with that though? Because I think that that is also people's fear is that I'm not going to be able to afford whatever amount that they say. Like they might be thinking, you know, I could do $25 a month and the IRS is never going to agree to that. So they just put it off. Well, let's talk about that because that's the slam dunk I have here for you. So you don't stand anything, you don't risk anything by trying to make this payment arrangement and even talking to a person and saying, I can't afford that. If you really cannot afford to pay your taxes, let's say you owe hundreds of thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars, and there's no way you can afford to pay that in a lump sum, and even the payments are unaffordable for you. Then there is something called OIC, Offer in Compromise. Now, the IRS, you can go to the irs.gov site and read about Offer in Compromise. They even have forms you can fill out, step-by-step instructions, all of that. Mm -hmm. I will still tell you, I think you might want to talk to a lawyer about this, a good tax attorney, and they will do consultations for free. So just ask up front, is this a free consultation? And then you'll have the knowledge you need to move forward. So what an offer in compromise is, Jess, is it's a way for you to say to the IRS, I'm in over my head. Here are all my expenses. Now, I wish that student loans would do this and they would ask you for all your expenses instead of just your income, mm -hmm. but they don't. But the IRS actually does. They say... What's your income? What are your expenses? How much do you owe in debt? How much do you have in living expenses? They really look at the minutia of your picture in order to decide what you can afford. And they base your payment on that. And sometimes, and they'll usually offer you a couple of things. Like they might say, okay, Jess, you owe $40,000 in back taxes. You can't afford that. Uh, we're going to offer you two options come up with, you know, $5,000 in cash or 10,000 or whatever their formula is mm -hmm. and pay it in full and you're done. Or we'll take monthly payments for this period of time and we'll make sure they're affordable and fit into your budget. Is and that is that something though, like a, um, like we've talked about before, if you have a credit card that went bad or whatever, and they're offering you a, a judgment to write it off, does that affect your credit? If you do that, if you owe a bunch of money in taxes and then you take a less amount or oh, an offer and compromise? Good question. I think not, but I didn't proof that out. So uh, it would be a good question to ask the IRS, but I think that doesn't af affect your uh, credit. I think the fact that you've already not been paying taxes and maybe not been being able to get loans because of that, mm -hmm. that's probably affecting your credit more. And usually once you enter into a payment program, the fact that you're making payments on time or that you've paid that debt in full is what gives you good credit. But it would be an important question to ask the IRS in this case. Uh, but I, I don't believe that that's on your credit report, that that will harm your credit. I think it's more harmful that they may, you know, send you threatening letters and, you know, knock on your door one day and say, we're here for an audit. Or, or put <laughs> a lien the, on your accounts. Or, oh my gosh, let's not forget that. 
uh, put a lien on your accounts, on your property, freeze your accounts, you know, keep your any tax refunds that happen to be coming in because you owe back taxes, all kinds of things like that. So just remember, offer in compromise. It's your last ditch uh, effort here, but it is it is really something. I mean, sometimes people just are told you don't owe this tax. You it's clear that you can't afford to pay it. The business failed. You don't have enough income to pay it. Uh, you know, whatever the case is, we're going to forgive this. You just don't owe this tax. Uh, I've seen people with a hundred thousand dollars have to pay ten thousand. And I've seen people, you know, not have to pay really anything or have a very, very low payment because it's obvious that they can't. It's it's not the IRS's idea, I think, to, you know, bankrupt you. What good does that do? But they do want to get the tax dollars and that's their job is to collect the taxes. Mm-hmm. And I will say that in all my dealings with anybody in terms of making payment arrangements or offering compromise and talking to real individuals at the IRS or the state governments, I will say people have been extremely nice, non-threatening, helpful, way different than you might imagine. And really they know how to get you through it. So don't don't spend every day of your life worried about whether you whether that tax man's gonna come knocking or not. You know, get back on track one way or another. And also don't think that you absolutely will have to pay back all of the tax that is past due because there is an offer and compromise available to you uh, if you qualify. And there's plenty of information on it at irs.gov. And I'm assuming that that is something that people can go to you for help with? Uh, Yes. I mean, we're not attorneys. We don't file these offers and compromise, uh, but we do help make some payment arrangements when necessary. And we certainly are a good sounding board and can give you some direction. Uh, But these are the kinds of things you might not ever hear uh, otherwise. So I hope it's helpful. It's very, very helpful, especially as someone that has gone through it. Um, Hearing these tips are really great. What is the phone number people can get a hold of you at? Thanks, Jess. It's 413-773-3333. And as always, they can visit your website at HugYourMoney.com. Dr. Francis Ram, the money doctor, thank you so much. Thank you, Jess. We'll have another edition of Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram, coming up next Saturday right here on 101.5 WHMP.